Welcome back to A Course in Miracles, episode 11. In today's video, we're going to be tackling one of the more esoteric subjects seen in the course, and one that doesn't get explained very directly. But understanding this concept is very helpful for sort of unlocking some of the most powerful passages in the course, which we'll be taking a look at in this video. Now, that subject is reality. And more specifically, we're going to talk about what reality is and why it is perfect. So, what do we mean when we say the word reality or the one reality? The course has a few different terms for it, but the one that's most commonly used is the real world. Whenever you see this term in the course, know that it is describing what reality is beyond our perception of it. As we've discussed in some previous episodes, the way that the course uses the word perception is to sort of describe our own unique, biased view of the world. As the course states, projection makes perception. Perception is based on seeing the world from a state of separation. I am a body here, and out there is the world and other people who are separate from me. This is what makes up the ego's entire thought system. And in this dualistic view of reality, the belief that we are separate from it, we simply project all of our own judgments and biases onto the world. And then we think that the world that we're seeing is the real world. But it is not. What we are seeing or perceiving is not reality as it actually is, but reality as our ego has created it. It's a world entirely of our own making. And this is what the Course means when it says things like, You are not a victim of the world that you see because you made it up. You can give it up just as easily as you made it up. While you want to see it, you will see it. When you no longer want it, it will not be there for you to see. So when we no longer want to live in a world of our own distortions, then we begin to question the validity of what we think, see, and feel about the world. When we truly want the peace of God, we move past perception and into what the Course calls vision. Vision is what allows us to see reality as it actually is. This is where suffering ends because the Christ within us is now what is looking at reality. The Christ within us knows that this is my Father's world, and my Father would never hurt me or lead me astray. The Course says that vision is what we attain after we go beyond perception. Perception is individual and subjective, because every person experiences a different world in their mind. These personal worlds can quickly become personal hells causing us to believe that reality is twisted or evil in some way, because reality appears to be causing us suffering. But as the Course teaches so well, reality cannot cause suffering because it is beyond duality. Only duality can cause suffering because in duality we are caught between the waves of pain and pleasure and desire and fear. But there is no suffering in oneness, and reality is one. In chapter 13, the Course says, You have been wrong about the world because you have misjudged yourself. From such a twisted reference point, what else could you see? 
All seeing starts with the perceiver, who judges what is true and false, and what he judges false he does not see. You who judge reality cannot see it, for whenever judgment enters, reality has slipped away. So the world that we each individually experience is a perfect mirror image to how we feel about ourselves. So if we hate ourselves, then we see a world full of hate. If we love ourselves, we see a world full of love. Now, both are projections, but love is the projection of mind seeing reality clearly. And suffering is the projection of mind misperceiving reality. There is no world unless a mind projects it. But when the mind is cleansed of its misperceptions and errors, its projection of reality is what we describe as love. Because it is self looking at self, God looking at God, or reality looking at reality. I use the words God and reality as synonyms because God is reality and reality is God. But when we believe that we, as an ego in a separate body, are in control of anything, we suffer because the ego isn't in control of anything and it can't be. Reality alone is in control and so anything which opposes reality hurts us. Reality is like a compass that always points towards truth. So anything which disagrees with reality causes us to become lost. These are the signposts that we are arguing with reality. Suffering for any reason is the guarantee that we have strayed away from the truth in our thinking. Truth can never cause us to hurt or to suffer. It can only cause us peace, joy, and love. And this is because reality is not only on our side, but reality is us. We are one with it. And so if we learn how to listen to its gentle guidance, we will always find our way back to truth and to peace. But the thing about reality is that it is completely and entirely free. Reality alone has the free will to perceive itself however it wants to, and you are reality. So this is why until we desire to give up our own personal world, which causes us all of our suffering, we will always continue to see it. We must come to the point where we authentically say, let me perceive the world as it actually is, not as I have created it. Once we come to this place in our spiritual growth, then and only then will reality grant us the gift of vision to see our Father's world exactly as it actually is, perfect in oneness and without any shadow at all. The only shadows that reality has are the ones that we make up and impose upon it in our ignorance, but reality is completely unaffected by them. From reality's point of view, all of our suffering is mere hallucination. And since free will is the nature of reality, it allows us to do this. 
So this is why reality is perfect. When someone says that reality is perfect, they're often met with disgust and disdain. How dare you say such a thing? Reality is not perfect. It is full of errors. Are you saying that all the evils done in the world are God's will and intention? And the answer is no. That is not what it means to say that reality is perfect. Because God is actually incapable of anything but love. So what we call evil is actually only able to manifest in the ignorance or absence of the knowledge of God. But God wills that everything in the universe under the illusion of separation has the total free will to explore the separated state however they desire. This is how God learns what it is like through experiencing the contrast of what it is not like. So if somebody wants to lie, cheat, steal, and kill, reality wants them to have the free will to explore in that manner because ultimately everything is just the one reality, so nothing ever happens to it. But these things do not exist in the real world. In the same way that a nightmare that we're having while laying in bed does not actually exist in our bedroom. It's just a figment of our own imagination. And then we act out the figments of our imagination. So this is what the Course means when it says, the impossible can happen only in fantasy. When you search for reality in fantasies, you will not find it. The symbols of fantasy are of the ego, and of these you will find many. Fairy tales can be pleasant or fearful, but no one calls them true. Children may believe them, and so for a while, the tales are true for them. But when reality dawns, the fantasies are gone. What this last line means is that no matter how terrible our suffering seems at the time, when we see God's reality as it is, all of our former suffering loses its meaning. There are no mistakes in the real world, and when our eyes become open to the perfection of reality, suffering slips away forever. We accept everything as destiny unfolding. Everything we see is God appearing. The definition of perfection is to be exactly as intended. The perfection of reality lies in its seeming imperfection. A world where every single person simultaneously has the free will to create their own personal world exactly as they see fit, and the free will to escape that world whenever they wish. This is the will of God. So all that we need to do in order to escape our suffering is to surrender our personal world to God and give it up. Every personal world is based upon attachment and resistance, pain and pleasure, desire and fear. This is what we have to give up. Freedom is not found in attachment, but detachment. It's not found through resistance, but acceptance. We will never be free in a world made up of memories from the past and desires for the future. Freedom is found not in desiring or needing or taking because the Son of God is already complete and the real world is already perfect. 
So if you want to break the habit of arguing with reality and start agreeing with it, then simply begin the practice of not wanting anything from the world. If it comes, let it. If it goes, let it. Don't push or pull on anything you experience because reality cannot be possessed or pushed away. So simply let it come to you and love everything that it gives. This is how you remember who you truly are. And this is how reality speaks to us and teaches us and guides us and heals us. Whenever we feel peace or joy or love, this is reality winking at us that we are seeing it correctly. On the other hand, this is also how reality attempts to correct our thinking. If a thought causes me to suffer, then reality is letting me know that I am seeing myself differently than how reality sees me. So all we must do at that point is to question the thought. To remind myself, this is my father's world. My father would never hurt me or lead me astray. So if I'm hurting or have gone astray, I must have done it to myself. So let me now question my decision to believe that thought. Let me trust in the voice of my father who speaks to me only of love and reminds me that my true nature can never suffer. And if I just question every thought that does not lead me to peace, I will soon find my way back home again. So in this way, everything that reality does to us is an act of love, whether or not we're able to see it. Lesson 42 of A Course in Miracles says, God is my strength. Vision is his gift. So when we trust reality and become friends with it and always say yes to it, then we are free from the ego's control. Only the ego resists reality because only the ego believes that it's separate from it. To argue with yourself is insane. And that's exactly what resisting life actually is. It is arguing with reality. When we argue with reality for any reason, we lose. So when we find that our mind is resisting anything, we can just take a moment to pause and say, I am arguing with reality right now. And every time I argue with reality, I lose. So is this really what I want? Let me simply accept this instead and vision will be given to me to see it as God sees it. Reality is beyond the mind's understanding. And whenever the mind tries to get involved with reality, it can only twist it and distort it. And as the Course says, Twist reality in any way and you are perceiving it destructively. So it's important to know that the egoic mind can only see life through the filter of desire and fear. It separates it out into pain and pleasure, good and bad, right and wrong. But reality knows nothing of these distinctions, nor does it abide by them. To see reality as it actually is, we must rid it of our projections. 
contrary to what religion teaches, all labels of the divine are ultimately false and idolatrous, because no label can ever capture or express reality. To capture reality in words or ideas is impossible, because there is nothing outside of reality that can catch it or express it. We can only be reality, because reality alone exists. Everything else is only our imagination. Reality is God's gift to us, as we are God's gift to Himself. You must know that your very being is a blessing to God. God has already given us every good thing. We simply are not able to see it when we look at the world through the perception of ego. But every good thing comes from seeing reality as it is. My Father's world is full of grace and truth, perfect in love, and one with me forever. The Course says, There is one miracle as there is one reality, and every miracle you do contains them all, as every aspect of reality you see blends quietly into the one reality of God. The only miracle that ever was is God's most holy Son, created in the one reality that is His Father. Christ's vision is His gift to you. His being is His Father's gift to Him.